Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. So, Joe, we spent the first hour talking about voter fraud, talking about Maricopa County, Mason County. Can't get enough of it. Eric Coomer, I asked you, what do you want to talk about in the evening hour? And you said voter fraud. So we're back. Yeah. We're going to keep diving into that, keep talking about it. And uh, and maybe we put the phone number up there. Why not? 888-441-1121. Anyone who wants to call in what they think about what's going on. Because the big day is Friday. Friday at, I believe, 1 p.m. Pacific time. That's when they're going to be reading out the entire report before the Arizona State so, so Senate. I- so I'm not allowed to get into all of the details, but I'm going to get into some of the details. And I told them I would today. And so Maricopa County, Maricopa County, just so we're clear, is the beginning. It's the domino of all the other election fraud environments that are out there. So I want to tell you what, why this is important. I don't know why that's playing over us. Max, they they perfected the cheat, almost. And the fraud goes back to to 1996. And I was on a call where we were walking through the math. And one of the things that I've been digging into is the math. And we have a group of really smart people because I believe that no matter what happens in the election, the computer systems, Dominion voting systems, Smartmatic, ESNS, the collaboration between these groups, I believe that the key in all of this is in the math. Just follow the math. And so we've been able to you're come saying, up with you're some. Saying that, you're saying that it's, it's sketchy to need an algorithm to count one plus one plus one. You're saying that there's. That you need to look in, we need to look into it and actually pull it apart. Yeah. So one of the things that was interesting is that Eric Coomer did his thesis on decay, right? And this is energy decay. So basically set points, and you, you could substitute his equations inside of what we did in the voting systems. And he would say, and you would say, "Come on, Joe, it can't be, it can't be." And we've been able to, we've been able to plot a set endpoint of how they actually got from the votes coming in over a time series to a very, the the end conclusion. We've been able to get to it. We've also been able to prove that same model in states based upon having to adjust down or adjust up. Now we don't have it perfected yet. And the reason why we we haven't put it out there yet is because it's not perfected because we want to make sure we're a hundred percent sure that there's nothing you can do, nothing, to take away from the math. And math is very simple. You should not be able to get to a conclusion if you don't have enough variables. But we've been able to get to those conclusions without those variables, which means it's an algorithm. It's math. They actually create math inside the system and say yeah. these are the endpoints. Now, it's a, m- it's a much more complicated form of like what they teach kids in school, solve for x. Yeah. Right. There's only so many things that you know. There's variables you don't know what the different, what the different scores and what the different percentages are. Right. But it's it's basically a, a very complex solve for x. Right. Equation. But we were able to over uncover some other things. One. We I've been drawing out this huge chart where I push everything together: Dominion, Smartmatic, ESNS. Um, there's a guy named Edwin, and uh, Edwin has been, Edwin Smith, has been with nearly every election system. He's bounced around. So Smartmatic, ESNS, Clear Ballot, Dominion Voting Systems. He's been at almost every one of them. But on top of 
being at every one of them, you'd have to control, as I built out this model, you'd have to control, you'd have to control the, the cradle to grave solution. You'd have to be involved in the mail ballot printing. You'd have to be inv involved in creating some sort of, of systematic approach so that these organizations could talk to each other. You'd have to cre create a flow for paper. You'd have to create a flow for the, um, on the electronic side, how you were able to read those ballots. You'd, you'd have to have similar pathways in order to communicate with CIDL and which communicates with Edison. You'd have to understand the schematics of, of the entire voting system. You know, it is different. So you have older voting systems, but in order to bypass older voting systems to an end result, you'd have to have some influence in another part of the, of the model, right, of the, of the user journey. And so I've been plotting out Dominion, specifically their user journey and how they are a part of the mail ballot printing part, how they control the paper and they have relationships with companies that print the paper. And then maybe they canceled a paper or didn't provide paper because they supposedly made a mistake. And these are, these are things that have, might have happened, Max. And I gotta be really careful how much information I give, but mm -hmm. the information is massive. The information is massive. And as you start pushing things together and connecting the dots, you then have to go back in time and start looking at information that was available in 2008, 2004, 2000, 96, and then go to 2012 and 2016. And then you have to play with all the different precinct level. Go to a precinct level and do data analysis on a precinct level and see how that correlates up to the county and state level. Now what we found is the similarities between states is undeniable. See, before it was all probabilities and people would look into what's the probability of this happening? You have a better chance of getting hit by a, a speeding truck than you do of, of having an election go the way that went. So we wanted to figure out how. So what's the how? We already know the why, we already know who's involved in it, we already know the deviations deviations in behavior, deviations in tech, deviations in law, you know, allowing for the state constitutions to be violated and how they set up boxes. You already know you have the deviations of behavior of where people are, are literally the, the Ruby Freemans, we'll use her again as an example, and running ballots through the system over and over and over again. You have to have the ability to bypass the ICX, right? Bypass the process where if a ballot doesn't line up because the ballots have been printed, that you can get past it and still validate those votes. You gotta be able to, you gotta be able to replace ballots, suspend ballots in the system. And so the more systems we've gotten access to, the more we've been able to uncover what's really happening inside of Dominion. And they keep doubling down. It's not just Dominion doubling down, it's Eric Coomer doubling down with some BS response to the anti-slap. But I'm not concentrating on anything right now other than how do we get to the bottom of the election fraud? See, Coomer's a distraction. I don't even care about him. What I care about is how. What's the how? How do they do it? How do I engineer this entire deal to match up, not just in one election, but in previous elections? And how do I make sure with different systems that are out there, disparate systems, ESNS, Smartmatic, how are they cheating the system? Where are they cheating the system? And, and we've come down to the, you know, I've said before, it's kind of like the game of, you know, where the car, you put the ball underneath the three cups and you're down in New York and they move the ball around. You got to figure out where the mm -hmm. ball is. And all of a sudden yeah. the ball's three card, in. Three, what, is it, what is that? Three card three Monty, Monty. Whatever it is. Yeah. That's what, we're, that's what we're dealing with here. Distraction, 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 create chaos, add in a pandemic, knowing that they can't beat the sentiment of the American people. See, folks, they've been, they've been cheating at elections for decades. They've been cheating at elections for decades. See, what they're afraid of, what, what, what the people in this country are afraid of that, that make the decisions, the cabal, right, the deep state, you know what they're afraid of? They're afraid of your mind. So the reason why they've weaponized technology, weaponized media, the reason why they've done things like build organization, organizations out there that literally, I kid you not, literally their function right now is how we continue beating Republicans. 
They, they, they have entire deals on how they continue to beat Republicans and getting people together and using technology against us. So we've been, deal, yeah. we've been diving into organizations called Netroots Nation. You ever heard of that, Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Netroots. The Netroots, that's a, it's an old Democrat thing. Netroots were started by Democrats uh, just before the, the 2000 election. Um, they helped Al Gore grow um, his campaign. Um, yeah, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of uh, Democrat activists that were very early in adopting the Internet. It, it's 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 pretty sick what they've been able to do with technology. It's pretty sick. Yeah. So what we decided we would do is we would start sending people in. We would send people in and we would start gathering information on what they're doing with these organizations. So all the stuff that we've been finding out about how they use nonprofits and have what are called no show jobs and putting people in positions and then putting people in positions where they can actually give um, uh, advice to philanthrop you know, philanthropist organizations and people. Mm-hmm. And it, they, they, have, they have literally created a organized crime. They are yeah. laundering money across the United States. And so when I tell you that stealing an election is the first thing on their mind, it is first thing on their mind because they want to fundamentally change the way the United States operates. And as you start getting further into election fraud and how the fraud exists and how it's not just in blue states, it's in red states. It's everywhere. And they're very patient. They will slowly take over the country because they know if they boil the water all at the same temperature, all at the same time, which is what they had to do in 2020, that they're liable, you're liable to have mass revolt. So then what they do on that side is that they plan for that. And they're like, okay, here's our contingency. They, say, they think two, three, four, five Layers down. This is decision. Decision trees. Okay. If they do this, we do this. If they do this, we'll operate the media and we'll tell them it's an insurrection. We'll tell the people that it's the same thing that we're actually doing. And as we steal elections, we got to make sure that day one, we come out and we say nothing to see here. Safest election in U.S. history. So all the things that they're doing right now, your senses think the reason why you're so frustrated, the reason why most people in America are frustrated is because we're in, still in that state of shock. You're shell-shocked. So you, your, your mind saw something, and now they're telling you you're crazy. And so you walk around, the news is saying you're crazy, and you have these Antifa activists, these leftist people that are out there literally trying to destroy everything that you stand for in your country. And you're like, this can't be, this can't be. And it drives you to a place where you question reality. It's yeah. a, that's, what the, that's why they call it a PSYOPs. But that's where we are right now. And so the way you break that is really simple. You become singularly focused. Focused. We're going to focus on the one thing that I think is really important in this country, and that is your voice. See, your voice has to be important. Your voice has to matter. When you wake up and go to work every day and you do the work that you need to do and you try to provide for your family, you try to have opportunity, the thing that, comes, that you have to come back to is the ability to control your environment, at least in masses, having that power in numbers. So if we don't concentrate on election integrity, if we don't concentrate on the one thing that should be important to you, which is the voice of the American people, then we are slaves. Then all the... the the bills where they say, hey, we're going to raise taxes. You, you ever heard them talk about, you ever heard a Democrat talk about lowering taxes ever in the history of no. mankind? No. Why? Why? Because yeah, there's, there's always something else to spend money on. Always something to spend money on. But the reality of it is, is that they could get away with 10% of the budget. Imagine if you could put 30, 40% back in your pocket. They could get away with that if they did not have their pet projects and handing away money and grifting the American people. But that's what they're doing. And the grifting on the American people is happening in the voting. It's not a conspiracy. There, there's no theory behind this. The math literally adds up to massive amounts of voter fraud. There's a reason why people have put their reputations on the line to walk around state to state speaking about election fraud. And it's not for clicks or advertising revenue. And these people aren't crazy. These people aren't eccentric. These people aren't radical. The radicalness happens on the left. The radicalness happens when they try to shove books into your school system 
One being called Lawn Boy. You got to look it up. Max, look up Lawn Boy. Uh, I, I did. It's pretty gross. It's a gross book, and it's being fed to fourth graders. And when parents went to go talk to the principal about those books, they said, you know what? We don't want to suppress free speech. We want to make sure that we're open to everything. We don't, we don't want to censor. Well, what are they doing in media right now? See, they can't talk with a forked tongue. They can't talk with a forked tongue. You had Joe Biden that admonished the Russian, the, the Russian election because yeah. at the last minute, millions of, of votes were injected the into the system. Overnight. Huh? Votes changed. The votes, the results changed overnight. What, what do you think you're dealing with? <laughs> and people listen to me. They're rewriting history faster than you could read it in a history book. The books that you have in paper that are in your car. I'm here to tell you, you're going to go look at them tomorrow and the words are going to change. No, they're not. But they're trying to convince you they are. They have changed the name of everything. They have, they have infiltrated every part of our society, and they're trying to convince you that what they have is a better way of life. They sell you on climate change, and they keep you running around, chasing your tail, trying to plug the hole of the ship. There is no more important thing to do right now than to learn the power of the word no. Are you going to use Dominion voting systems? The answer is no. There's another video that's out there, just so you know, Max, seven minutes long, which goes through the fact that they talked yeah. about. I, I so he doesn't trust it. He doesn't trust I, it. I saw that right before we came How do you trust on. Dominion? I, How? I saw that right before we came on, but I, I didn't have the time to go through it and, and cut all of the. Because seven, seven minutes is too long to play. But uh, the same guy we were talking about in the first hour, um, who now is resigning from the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors, admitted on yet another tape that he, he doesn't trust Dominion voting systems. Guys, oh, wow. you, you got to hit the share wow. button on this. I, I'm, I'm not even talking about specifics right now. I'm not talking about specifics. What I'm talking about is the ability for you to have a voice. How many of you put your hand in the air if you feel like you feel hopeless, helpless, like there's nothing you can do? Well, put your hand down. You will have always been the answer to the problem. And the reason why the radical left, these terrorists among us, terrorists, and that's what they are, are doing what they're doing to us is because they want to control you and they've learned to stick together. Their singular yeah. ideology is one of evil. Evil just kind of coalesce together. They just, they love to hang out together. Strong people, people of faith, we're pretty independent. And they knew that about us. But there's more people in this country that follow you. There's more people in this country when you walk outside your door would follow you. And I found out very quickly when people started attacking my family. Yeah. I found out that there was a massive number of people that would protect me, even people who were Democrats, people on my street, neighbors, all the way up the street. There's only 89 houses in my, in my neighborhood would stop me and say, Joe, if we see a car come down here, just so you know, we have lots of guns. We'll be there to protect you. You just give us a call. Text messages, emails, people personally coming down to my house and saying, if we see anything, you just call us. We'll be there. That's in one neighborhood. Imagine how many people, if you just got outside your, your sphere, actually believe what you believe. But they've made it. They've made it so that you can't talk about things that are controversial because they will shun you or dox you. Well, I'm here to tell you, if we don't get these elections right, the election was stolen. The illegitimate guy that's in the White House that, that drools all over himself that never got out of his basement during the pandemic, who can't get more than a dozen people to show up for anything, that guy didn't win any election. But there are hundreds of people across the United States that didn't win their elections either. They're stealing them on local levels, state levels, on the national level. They're stealing those elections. And when they don't get what they want, they rewrite the district, like they're doing for Lauren Boebert in Colorado, now trying to include Boulder in her district. Think about, think about what we're dealing with as a country when they have to rewrite districts in order to take more votes, where the election system is not transparent even the ownership is not transparent. 
And then you want to tell me you're helpless. No, you're not. I mean, I say we have a bonfire. I can talk about it. Say that you're trying to subvert the, the American election system, that that's what I'm trying to do. We can't even ask, Max. We can't even ask for audits. And no. the audit we did have, all they had to do is truck in more votes, truck in more ballot boxes. That's some of the things that are going to come out of Maricopa County. 10, 11, 12 different types of paper. Max, paper is supposed to come from one secure place. Now you got people squealing on Dominion and others saying, listen, they, they told us not to do this, not to do that. We're not, fall, we're not going down for this. So we know that the math inside the system is wrought with fraud. We know that they built the system so that it has the ability to set an endpoint. We know that they use some sort of, I like to say, radioactive decay models. Maybe that's not it. But the function that was used, the math that was used, were really, really close. And I think Dominion knows it. I think that's why they're out there saying, hey, New York Times, The Hill, Yahoo, all you guys need to write these articles with a bunch of bogus crap, including a memo. Which, by the way, was wrought with all sorts of... Either the people that wrote that are some of the dumbest human beings known to man, which would not surprise me, which is more likely to be the case, actually, but it was written by this Coomer group. I call it the Coomer group, the election fraud group, New York Times group. It, it was funny, Max. I went back to May of 2020, and in May of 2020, the New York Times wrote an article that talks about Antifa not being a organization, right? Yeah. Said it's not an organization, it doesn't have any members, all this stuff, right? Yeah, this idea. It's like like the mob isn't an organization. That was written (laughs) in early May. By late May, the Antifa, 31st of May, by the way, the Antifa manifesto, the letter to President Trump came out, and the wording from New York Times to the Antifa manifesto was eerily similar, eerily similar. And if you remember what we just talked about, the 1619 Project by itself was a manifestation, a journalistic manifestation that came out of what, Max? No, the New York Times, New York Times so we, Magazine. We have the epicenter of fraud We have the epicenter of the liars, which is the New York Times. That's all they do is lie. The left are nothing but a bunch of lying scumbags. You want to know what I think of them? That's what I think of them. They're trash. They're weak trash. And they use things like the New York Times. It would not surprise me if the Antifa Manifesto was generated through the New York Times. Because they are the epicenter of causing pain in our environment. Yeah, so, no, I mean, yeah, I keep going. I'm just letting you get it all out because I know you got a lot. Well, I mean, I, I have a lot. I have a lot. I have a, I have a lot more than I can actually tell you right now. I can't, I can't even get it all out. I, I can't even legally get it all out. So today on, on the Telegram page, I wrote something on there. It says you can't, you can't make this stuff up. So I'm going to tell you it's not bad, but it's not good. So it, it's not bad for me. It's just something that came into the case where I was like, whoa, whoa, how did that, where did that come from? Right. And it's, yeah. and you know, some of the lawyers were up in, up in arms about it. And I was like, man, I think it's a nothing burger until it's not a nothing burger. Right. And the reason being is because you can't look at things on their face anymore as being truthful because there's so much misinformation out there. So many things that come at you where you have to go, all right, is it true or not true? That's why when I know when I walk through yeah. the election fraud with Coomer, when I walk through it and I've, it's like, okay, here's this guy, Dominion, uh, Dominion, okay, Dominion Voting Systems. Here's Eric Coomer. He's got a doctorate in uh, uh, nuclear engineering. Um, I walk, I go, man, I kept thinking to myself, why would anyone that was, that had a doctorate in nuclear engineering, why would he be, why, why in the world would he be put himself in a position where he would mess with Antifa? Oh, this is before. 
This is before, by the way, after I figured out that, all right, that's definitely him. Same voice characteristics, same, 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 all the way around, right? I knew it was him. Now I'm trying to figure out why. Why? Why would anybody sign up to be a part of an, a hateful organization? And there are people that call me that, that called me in an article, uh, some piece of trash Antifa guy called me uh, Antifa obsessed. I'm not, not no. And before before the whole summer of 2020, I wasn't even paying attention to Antifa. I didn't even know what they were. I thought it was some deal that happened over in in Europe. I wasn't paying attention to any of that. Were you? Well, we, yeah, we were covering it. We we we've been covering it since before Trump even came into office. I mean, they they were the people behind all those videos and pictures of Trump supporters getting bloodied every time they went to a Trump campaign rally in like California, those well, are all Antifa stuff. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention. I didn't think it was that well, big it of a did, deal. It, I thought it, it, it didn't hit home. It didn't hit home for you, right? I mean, no. I, I paid attention to California politics only so much, right? I didn't actually dive into it because I don't live yeah. in California. Um, but this was something that re- primarily stayed in California. And the reason it kind of grew up there is because California has very restrictive concealed carry laws. Yeah. You'll notice that Antifa doesn't try as much stuff in deep red states, right? You're not going to see Antifa going through in Georgia and and, and breaking windows and and, tr- and destroying cars, right? You're not you're not going to see that, right? I mean, Denver has has gotten a lot bluer in recent years, so they I guess they feel empowered to do it. But if they had tried that in Colorado five years ago, six years ago, they'd start they'd be shot in the streets. And that's not a call to violence. That's just a common sense thing. When you when you start attacking people in a concealed carry state. Um, it's a recipe for disaster. So yeah, they started on the West Coast. Uh, obviously, the the big ones: California, Oregon, Washington State, and they've been moving further into the interior of the country as they feel more protected by by the Soros DAs. Well, and I think that what you're going to find is you're going to find a certain level of the wild, wild west is going to start developing. Because once you get to a place where there's no where there's no laws, where people become victims at the will of a Antifa DA, people stop caring about the laws. They stop. Well, caring remember about the McCloskeys? It. Yeah. Remember the McCloskeys? Yeah. Um, so charged by an Antifa we, DA. Yeah. So they pled yeah. guilty to get rid of it. And if we yeah. go to my screen, Mr. Producer, the latest out of Missouri is that these people are now going to have to defend their law licenses. Even though they did not plead guilty to a felony or anything like that, they're now the powers that be are coming after their law license. So one of the reasons that they did plead guilty is because if they if they lost right and they've been convicted of those felonies, then then the law license suspension is automatic. Yeah. Right. With misdemeanors and things like that, there's more room for interpretation. And obviously, well, no, no, people no. doing the interpreting. They were also gone. pardoned. Yes. But, so there's but no crime when, when it comes. But when it comes to your law license, I mean, you could get suspended for doing something wrong and you didn't, weren't even charged, right? I mean, you, you look at what happened with, with Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani lost his law license in New York um, for defending a client. And here's where I get into the fact that, all right, I mean, I almost want to show what's happening over in Australia. We are inches away from a civil we war. Or, I mean, it's you want to play it? Yeah, this, this think, is what's going on in Australia today. Let's play the, uh, this, just to set this up, these are people protesting against the lockdowns and the police are firing upon them with less than lethals. They're not truly non-lethal because plenty of people have died from taking a rubber bullet to the, to the dome, um, but less than lethals. These aren't bullets, these are rubber bullets, things like that. This is what it looks like when you don't even have the right to go outside and protest. Let's go ahead and play that clip, Mr. <laughs> Yeah. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like we're doing this for your own good. 
We're doing this for your own good. We're doing this because we care about your health. And we can take down my screen, Mr. Producer. I mean, think yeah, about no, it. That, we care about your health so much. Huh? Look how comfortable those look how comfortable those cops were. Oh yeah. Opening fire. Yeah. And that those were beanbag rounds. Yeah. Those were shotguns. You could hear them racking yeah. the pump action shotguns. Beanbag rounds. What do you think is going to happen when people start coming to the street with guns of their own? It's happening. It's happening. They are literally talking about it in Australia. They are gathering up arsenals right now. Right now. They're doing it. What what do you think it looks like, Max, when the police then start shooting their own women and children? They start shooting their own neighbors. What do you think happens? It's not, it's not going to be pretty. How about you when you have prepare. one police officer rolling down the road? These are law-abiding citizens, by the way, they're shooting at. These are people that, before all this BS, before all this BS, worked their jobs, did their thing, went to the pub, watched soccer, watched rugby, Australian rules football. That's what they were before. Now where are they, Max? Now where are they? Getting shot. Getting, Getting shot. shot. Getting shot because yeah, they said you have to take a vaccine. Look, here's a big no, jar. That's not, that's not even you have to take a vaccine. That's you're not even allowed outside. Yeah, you're not allowed outside. These aren't people that are being shot because they didn't get the vaccine. These are people that got shot because they went outside. I mean, that that's how crazy this is. I mean, in in Australia, in different parts of Australia, the police are are going door to door and checking in to make sure people are actually still home. Think about that. Imagine, imagine you get a knock at the door. What are you talking about? The They're police. on their way to do that here. That's the next but, thing but here. Ima- but imagine, ima- imagine not opening your door. Police officers, hey, I just want to make sure you're still inside. It would be, it would be a crime if you weren't. Or where they say, oh yeah, you're you're allowed to buy one six pack of beer a week. I mean, I think that's what prompted this in, in Australia. I mean, they had street protests, but the street protests went to another level. Went to another level when they started taking the alcohol away real it's a real day we might have a caller on the phone but before we get to there i have to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by air med care network air med care network the premier insurance plan to cover you and your loved ones should any of you ever suffer a medical emergency we don't get to choose where that happens you don't get to choose when it happens and you don't get to choose how you go to the hospital when a medical emergency strikes lots of times you have to go by helicopter there's no choice the, the roads are blocked or it's just too far away to possibly get there by car and that can be expensive, upwards of 60 grand in some major cities around the country. Don't leave it to chance and don't risk your family's financial future. Sign up with Air Medicare Network. It starts at $85 for one year, less if you're a senior citizen, less if you buy three or five years at a time. And it gets coverage for your entire household. So you won't pay one cent should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted as long as you're flown by an AMC and provider. So go to the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to 50 dollars back well, let's see if, if if the caller's on the phone we might have ben on the line ben welcome to the show hey guys how are y'all doing good how you doing pretty good doing pretty good first of all i want to tell you lots of respect for both of you guys max you're a very very intelligent guy you do a lot of research a lot of study lots of respect for you joe same to you man the the fact that you're putting up is is well worth it I'd hope so. Uh, Thank you. Well, thank you. At least give you give you both give you both a, a little bit of respect there. But uh, some of my concerns, man, there's a, there's just so much. Uh, it's coming at you from every different angle, and you don't know really what you can believe and can't believe. And you know, it's vaccines, like trying to drink from a fire hydrant. Everything that's going on. Sorry. It's like trying to drink from a fire hydrant, right? You're just getting overwhelmed. It is just coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, just to touch on a little bit of the voter fraud, you know, everything that's taken place so far, Mike has really put up a fight. He's, he's put himself way out there with, you know, a lot of things. Sorry if I'm a little nervous, but, um, okay. you know, there's a lot of people in the fight putting up a really good fight. But at the end of the day, do we do we really have the time to get it in front of a, a corrupt judicial system to do something about it? You know, that's that's some of my concern. Do we really have that kind of time? It's don't get me wrong; it's well worth the fight, and yeah. and it really needs to be taken care of. But with the way things are going all over the world, and we're just we're just sitting on our tails, just like, we're the whatever. only ones sitting uh, on I'll our go tails. To work, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, I'll, I'll get up, I'll go to work, I'll carry on life as normal. And, you know, you talk to people and they look at you like you're crazy when you tell them everything that's going on. And they're like, oh, well, we, you know, in three years, we'll just elect somebody new, nothing big, nothing to worry about. I'm like, no, you really don't understand what's at stake here. You know, yeah, you, you're, you're you really talking don't, about freedom they really that don't we've understand. had for years. They really and, don't understand you know, what when, it means when, to have 200,000 200, illegal aliens entering the country every month. You do that over four years, you're upwards of 10 million illegal aliens entering and we can't, the country. And we, can't, and we can't afford where we're at now. I mean, you have people that are, you have homeless people on the streets in every Democrat-controlled city. It, well, it's not just every Democrat-controlled city. I mean, I've, I'm in South Georgia, um, so you can only kind of imagine how things are down here. We are not a blue state by no means. Um, but I think a lot of people around here, everybody that I talk to, they're they're at the point where it's like, man, we're we're done talking. You know, just yeah. just bring it. But the problem is, is, I think they've they've staged this thing so well. It's almost it's almost perfect. It's almost the perfect storm. Because, like you guys have said before, you know, you know, World War II, you had men. They stormed the beaches of Normandy. They were ready to go. Joe, you said that several times. Yep. They were ready to go. They were ready to give their life for freedom for this country, you know. And then you get, you get a softer generation, you know. As years go on and generations go on, it's made easier for them. So you get softer generations. And I feel like that that's about where we're at. We have a softer generation, and they just don't see what's in front of them. And I've I've heard, you know, Bongino, not to, you know, prop another show on your your guys. No, he's no, a great he's guy. Great. You he's know, great Bongino, guy. Uh, Bongino has has played clips from um, uh, Yuri Yezmanov or something like that. He was a KGB mm-hmm. defector, and he was like, basically, you know, you soften up a generation and you feed them enough propaganda. It doesn't matter what you show them they're going to still get on the train and, and go. And everything that we've got going on now, it's like a perfect storm. Like I said, you know, China doesn't have to fire a shot. We've got a soft generation that'll believe anything they see on TikTok. So, you know, where do we stand with that? I mean, how do you fight back against something that's not shooting at you? And well, it, I think I think you start it, by, it, you know, we almost have to get to the place where we lose everything in order to gain something. And, you know, I'd hope that that's exactly. not where we are right now, but we're pretty daggone close. I mean, you have, you have an erosion of Very. what they're doing to our children. I mean, I don't know if, do you have kids, Ben? I do. I have two girls and me and my wife have both decided she was homeschooled when she was younger. And I went through the wonderful public school system. Um, not knocking any teachers in my area. I had a lot of great teachers. Um, and, and really you don't see a lot of crazy stuff happening around here, but we both decided that we were going to homeschool our girls from the start. And there's there's a couple of good programs out there for anybody who might be listening and interested in that. Uh, you know, like Masterbooks is is good curriculum. And then when you start when you start getting into like grade three or so, they actually give you an option for U.S. history to teach teach your children about the Constitution, what was given for it, and and the freedoms that we have today, and how to respect it. Um, and I and I encourage anybody who's having any kind of trouble out of the public school system. It, homeschool your kids if any way possible feed them what you want them to have and and make sure that they have a good foundation because everything's built on a good foundation so yeah well, no but, uh, all, i do have two girls both of them are young well what and what would you Sorry? do if what would you do if if a if a teacher decided to uh shove pedophilia or gender fluidity or recruit your child or groom your child <laughs> Uh, well, I can tell you that, um, things would not be very pretty on, on the other side of that. It's, uh, I I don't think I could tolerate it. I I just don't think I could stomach it and tolerate it myself. And honestly, I don't think it would be a legal action. It would be in the end, obviously, because I'd probably be locked up, but, uh, we, we would have some very serious problems. Well, I think that I would rather stand shoulder to shoulder with you and there'd be legal problems. And I just need us to, in every town, have about three to 4,000 of you and me. And we should set this whole thing straight really, really quick because we can just walk school to school ripping down these, these pride flags and these communist manifesto flags and all this other stuff that they put up. 
um, we just tear it down. And if we go to the library, we start grabbing books and we just start taking them out in the middle of the street and burning them. I mean, it, it doesn't take much to take yep. out th this, these, these people that want to groom and, and do sick things to our children. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take much to get them out. It just takes a bunch of us saying, all right, we've had enough. We've had enough. Well, just, I, I don't think it really takes a bunch of us. I mean, it, I would say there's a very large percentage of this country that, that doesn't tolerate that crap. But then you have a, a very small few that, that kind of push what they want because most of us, like I said, you know, they just want to get up. They want to go to work. They want to support their family and, and have a good life and enjoy the freedoms that were, that were given to us. And it, it kind of comes down, I've talked about this before, is you're, you're, in life you're always going to have leaders and you're always going to have followers. And the number of followers is always a very large percentage bigger than your leaders. Right, and you you think about a workplace. You know, one man can run a whole warehouse, you know, just by what he says, and people follow along. They may not like it, but they just follow along. But in life, you're always going to have leaders and followers, and the majority of people just don't want to poke their head up. They don't want to cause a stir. They don't. You, you know, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, oh yeah. They, yeah, they're, yeah. It's not that they're scared to. They just they don't want that confrontation. And that's the majority of people. And I think that's where we're at now where people are like, you know what, I'm just going to sit back and I'm going to wait till it hits my house. But when you really get to that point, are you fighting the good fight? Because once it reaches your house, it's too late. It's too late. I mean, you, you've drug your feet too long. And yeah. honestly, I feel like that's where a lot of America is at. We, we've drug our feet and we continue to drag our feet and, even people in my community, I'm in a position where I can't really do anything locally because I, I work two jobs. I've, I've got my own little business, and I work a full-time job on top of that. And it's it's all I can do to provide for my family. And I think that's where a lot of Americans are at. They're like, well, I'll just I'll sit back and wait until it's here. It's, it's at my door. And yeah. I, yeah. like I said, honestly, it all comes together as a perfect storm because it, it, I feel like you know, China or whoever else is in, involved in our elections and, you know, the downfall of this country, they're bought out. There's a lot of dark money, and they, they're literally, they're like, well, nobody's going to do anything. These people, we put them well, in a position you, where they're... I'll, I'll tell you, there, there's nothing wrong with being busy, right? We are, we're all busy. We all have to provide for our families. And we, there's only so many hours in the day, right? But they're the exactly. powers that be that you're talking about, the, the people who are bought and paid for by China, all the people, they're expecting us to be too busy to stop them. They're expecting us to exactly. basically accept it, learn to live with it, and just ignore it. So um, it's up to all of us to, to find the time. And I, I'm not saying that you need to, need to find more time or anything, but we have to, we have to use what time we have to fight as much as we can. Um, because they're counting on us not to. That's what they're counting on. I agree. Which I, I'm only waiting. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how things are going to, I guess, trickle down in November. I work for a corporate company. I won't state their name on here, but I'm curious to see what happens. Uh, I've heard things where they're talking about, you know, really pushing vaccinations in November. And, you know, y'all have talked before about, you know, I know, Max, you have about a vaccine is not a one-size-fits-all. And no, me and my family personally, we will not be taking a vaccine for something that, you know, we had last year. My wife had had COVID right around Christmas time, ended up with, you know, a runny nose, a little stopped up, lost her taste and smell. I did what I normally do. I kissed her goodnight, laid in the same bed with her, carried on life as normal. Me, my girls, neither, yeah. none of us showed any symptoms whatsoever. So it would be logical for us to not take, you know, something that we don't even know what's yeah. in it. They won't even tell us. And yeah. it's it's a bunch of nonsense. I mean, and, really and I think there's well, technologies out there, not, not to get on the dark side of things, but there's a lot of technology out there we don't even know about and can't even fathom. And yeah. who's to say they don't have some kind of other experiment going on with all this? Well, and we're the biggest yeah, you're, experiment. You're right, it's a global experiment. As far as, I, as far as I can see, it is. this is the largest global experiment. It's not It's not going very well. It's not going very well. No, and, yeah. and, and you have Big Pharma. Big Pharma has so much money tied up in everything. I mean, and, and they're behind a lot of that dark money. I mean, turn on the TV and see how many minutes out of a commercial you get that, that some kind of ad for, 
you know, psoriasis or arthritis or you got irritable bowel syndrome or whatever. I mean, there's there's a medicine for every single thing out there. And these doctors that are that are pushing this vaccine, they're getting a kickback off of it, just like they do opioids and anything else. And when you get into something like that, you know, everybody's at that point complicit in the behavior because they yeah. just want their paycheck. And it's, it's well, a lot well, of dark well, money. Ben, and I, I, I'll tell you, we, we got to go because we got to read an ad, but um, don't get discouraged. Absolutely. And don't and don't feel helpless. Don't feel like you don't have the amount of time. I mean, uh, obviously, self promotion. Share our podcast, right? Talk to people. Um, spread the the truth because the powers that be are counting on all of us not having enough time to fight, and they're counting on people just going about their day not actually knowing the truth. There are people who don't even know the border is being overrun right now, right? They, they just don't even know it, and they're going about their day exactly blissfully ignorant. So it's up to all of us to to inform as many people as possible whenever we can. But I want to thank you, They will for a little while. They they will for a little while until your, your workforce, your labor intensive jobs are overrun and they're, they're in the food line. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Well, well, thank you so much for the call. What's going on at the border. Thank you. Thanks brother. Have have a great rest of your evening. We're going to take a quick break and we got to play a commercial max. So yes, let's go ahead and play. And then we'll be back. Hey, and that's uh, CD21. Use CD21 for our friends. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled my pillow. And to thank you for your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com right now to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you can get my premium MyPillows regularly $69.98, now just $29.98, the lowest price ever. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. And the way you get that lowest price ever is by using promo code CD21, Charlie Delta 21. So I showed this to you, Joe. If people are wondering why I'm not commenting and re- replying to them on the Facebook stream, I got suspended from Facebook today. <laughs> I got suspended. It's awesome. I got suspended. It's not awesome. It's not awesome. Hey, it's awesome. <laughs> it's not awesome. This is, this is what we use to pay our babysitter. Now I have to actually go to the ATM and get cash. <laughs> so if you go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer, um, this is, I, I went through the whole thing and I said, you disagreed with our decision. We usually offer a chance to re- request a review and follow up if we got decisions wrong. We have fewer reviewers available right now because of the coronavirus outbreak. We're trying hard to prioritize reviewing content with the most potential for harm. This means we may not be able to follow up with you Though your feedback helps us do better in the future. Thank you for understanding. Joe, do you know what got me banned? Yeah, I do. You may tell everyone. It was the episode about how they aren't whipping people at the border. Now, yeah. But you know why we were banned for the episode about not whipping people at the border? Because at the very end, we played the clip about the whistleblower at HHS. And now... What used to be you the whistleblowers to play it in its entirety. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we played it in its entirety. She told the truth. And what are they doing to the person that told the truth? They're cutting her tongue out. Yeah. They they, they have canceled now Project Veritas. Well, she hasn't been fired yet. Well, she can't be fired. She's she a whistleblower. I mean, the, the whistleblower laws, as as long as she goes, there's no timeline on when she has to do the filing. Oh yeah. So if she hasn't already, I hope that she has actually filled out the paperwork. But she'll, she'll be completely protected. She'll be fine. But they're trying to cancel Project Veritas. They canceled me. I'm canceled on Facebook. I'm canceled on Facebook. I, w- I was trying to buy a couch. I was trying to buy a couch. You know, that's how I learned I was canceled. I was trying to buy a couch for my garage. Because a lot of people do that here in Texas. We hang out in garages. Um, trying to buy a couch. And I was literally trying to put an offer in on it on Facebook Marketplace. And said, you are banned. You are suspended. So what I do now? Oh. Oh. So I will not be able to comment for seven days. 
Mr. Producer's going to have to set the Facebook stream for seven more days. I might just have him do it forever because I need to be able to use Facebook Marketplace to buy my couch. Have him do At what At this forever? rate, I'll never be able to buy a couch. <laughs> set the Facebook stream because yeah. they don't ban us. They don't ban our organization. They ban whoever pushes play. <laughs> That's who gets banned when we violate the content. So we didn't violate the, the content. Time. We didn't violate this the content. The fifth time, fifth time I've been on, been suspended from Facebook <laughs> because of what we talked yeah. about. It, it, Zach it, says uh, only seven. Yeah, only seven. On my fifth got, offense. Well, he got suspended for. It's your fifth offense. Yeah. All right. So I got suspended for thirty days. <laughs> yeah, it's because he. When does the clock reset? The State trash. When's the when does the clock reset? <laughs> you see, I caused harm i caused real world harm oh, you yeah. called the secretary of state trash so you get 30 days the real world harm gets seven makes it all makes sense right yeah he said <laughs> that we better make us all facebook admins in case they ban me too yeah yeah it's crazy Everyone's an admin uh. so, so no, no, we're now in a world where neither me nor joe can even comment on facebook <laughs> well, yeah. So Not again, good for the, the Facebook metrics for the next week. <laughs> and who cares? I mean, I don't even care to use Facebook. I mean, if we're being truthful, who cares about Facebook? Facebook's trash anyway. Ah, oh, it's it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Uh, Newsmax just claimed us again. They Newsmax did. just hit us again. And you for know what, what they're doing? I figured out what they're doing. They didn't even wait for us. We haven't played a single clip other than that, that um, other than the Australia. They don't own the Australia. You know what I think they're doing, Joe? I think we're yep. getting hit by Newsmax every day because we're running the My Pillow ad. Oh, really? I think that it is that saying that My Pillow is similar enough to their My Pillow ad. Well, it's My so Pillow's ad. My Pillow gives it to you. I know, but but it's it's the same audio. I think that's oh what they're doing. Oh my gosh. All right. Every day they hit us. Every day they claim they claim ownership and they run ads on our stuff. They don't take it down. They they claim monetization rights on us. Every day. Wow. So I'll do that. I'll dispute it afterwards. Um, but you know they've been hitting us every single day with it. Yeah. No. The last person to leave Facebook, please turn out the lights. Um. Actually, it yeah. It can't no, happen yeah. fast enough. It cannot happen fast enough. No. Just look what they just did. Put up my screen, Mr. Producer. Newsmax claimed our video, so now an ownership link is added. So if you go and watch us on Facebook, they now say watch more original videos by Newsmax. Well, you can get rid of that. So Just News dispute it. No, I, I have to dispute it, but not right now because then we have a whole minute of dead air. But they are actually inserting their own link onto our page. Well, why would they do that? I think it's automated. It's got to be automated. Well, I have, I have, I fought every single one of these. And I'm like, remove it now or we're getting the lawyers involved. And remove it now or we're getting the lawyers involved. They could have put us on a whitelist. We have never once actually violated their copyright. Yeah, but Newsmax is the one that I gave the finger to and said, because they came out and said, oh, there's no evidence of election fraud. And I was like, what? That's fine. But they don't have the right to apply their link so that everyone who watches us now yeah. goes over to their page. Yeah, but they're just no. shitty people. They're just shitty people. I know. I know that we should sue them. Yeah. Oh, all this right. is getting tiring. I'd rather sue the the journalist that actually put up slander stuff about me. So I'm having to collect enough of that stuff. You can take care of this one yourself. Just hit the just hit the thing right now. Just hit the ownership link. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna do a Newsmax. I'm gonna check it out. Why don't we just Find claim all of Newsmax's videos. stuff? Can we do that? Uh, can we go we, over there and claim it? I don't know. I don't think we're allowed to be involved in it because we have shared harmful content. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. So now we're harmful. Okay, guys, yes. listen, I want to tell you over and over and over again, I, I feel like I'm the groundhog guy, right? But I think you need to uh, copyright claim Newsmax also. Oh, crap. I think you have to concentrate on one thing. So I'm going to tell you what the one thing is to concentrate on. Election fraud and just taking back your communities. And all this stuff that they say, you just put it all in the same bucket. I think we give too much credence to it. We, we, we have too many discussions about it. We have too many discussions about critical race theory and gender fluidity. We just walk in and we're saying, no, look, if you don't take this out of the schools right now, we literally are going to come in and kick all of you guys out. Those are your choices. But 
In order for all that stuff to happen, in order for us to say, hey, we're going to also get rid of Dominion voting system, we're going to get rid of uh, ESNS, we're going to get rid of all these systems that are designed to take away your rights, the, the easiest way to get rid of all of them is just to walk in there with, you know, 1,000, 1,500 of your fellow men. And look, I'm not taking anything again, away from the women, but the police uh, officers want to... Yeah, I've but seen they want mama bears at these at these school board meetings. Yeah, but then they I show up with police and they push the women around. And and that yeah. What are you going to do when they push your wife around? He's like, if you touch my wife, you I don't see care what who happened you are. to the. You see what happened to the lieutenant governor candidate in Nevada? Oh yeah, yeah, by a security guard. Threw him out. Yeah, they Gateway Pundit got that wrong. The... It was it was it was it was the security the guard. Candidate. It was not the police. Huh? Yeah, it was security. It was a can. The people in the video were saying, "That's your lieutenant governor. He isn't. He's just the Man, candidate." Man, punches governor. were going to get thrown if I was in that deal. And I keep putting myself you know, in a position you know where, like, I'm training now so that I can train, so that I can actually yeah. put myself. If I get in that position, I'm like, "All right, well, I'll take well, my ring off." You've talked about you've talked about getting down to your skivvies and fighting people in the streets. So you got to train. Uh, that's fine with me. If if, if, if the fight's going to go that way, but do you Bring know it. why the? Um, you know why the Nevada lieutenant governor candidate was thrown out of the building? Do you know why? Because he called he took out his the... mask off. He took his mask off to drink coffee and didn't put it back on right away. No, 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 no. There was a huge I, fight. I, that's what, that's what I was reading. No, no, no. It's a huge. There was a huge fight going on there. There's, a, there's another huge fight, but that's what they were claiming. Yeah. No. 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 That's not it. Or was that someone else? Someone someone got kicked out of there because they took yeah, their mask off. And it, they, but and it they wasn't that. They, they they stopped the meeting because of the fact that people were screaming about the fact that they were doing things against public interest. Look, the public has the right to be to, to run the community, not not someone that sits up here and tells you what the rules are. We haven't figured it out yet. The school board doesn't run jack. You know what? They don't run it. We run it. All we have to do is say get out. That's it. It's really simple. It's not hard. It's not difficult. And when Antifa shows up and we, and we have a rally and Antifa shows up, just kick their teeth in. They throw one bottle, one anything. They do one thing wrong. Just overrun them. I, I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel, Max. I feel like I'm, I'm done talking. Sorry, it, done. it wasn't the candidate who didn't put on the mask. It was, I guess, yeah. this guy who put up my screen. They said, you have to wear a mask. If we put up my screen real quick, you have to put him wear a mask. This is the mask that he wore. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was yelling at him. I saw that. Yeah. So he took it off to drink, and he didn't want to put it right back on. And he was, he was, he was pretty amused by the whole thing. Listen, if, if they say wear a mask, this guy, I mean, <laughs> the hole's right in the nose, so I don't know how effective it is. But, uh, yeah, that was the guy who didn't want to wear a mask when he, when he drank his coffee. Yeah. I think that we, I think we have gotten to that place already. It's, it's just time. I mean, I would, I'd rather die on my feet than, than be shot laying down while I'm sleeping. Yeah. And that's what's really happening yeah. to us is we're just being, we're gonna run into a hole and we don't realize how much power we have. We have plenty of power. We do. We have plenty of power. We do. So, so any final words as we wrap this up? Courage is more infectious than fear. And you're about to get a dose of truth over the next couple of days. And the stuff coming out of Maricopa County, even though they're trying to lessen the impact, and even though they're ignoring what's happening in Mesa County, which blows my mind, you have a law that says you have to preserve things. You go in and you change the, <laughs> you change the system and you you get rid of logs. It's disqualified. Just take the machine, throw them in the trash. Then they get mad that someone preserved it. <laughs> yeah, you get mad because somebody. That's what happened. You got mad. Mm -hmm. You got mad because somebody preserved it. Yeah, but. The compromised judiciary and the fact that they're complicit in these bad behavior. There's yeah. there's a there's a massive amount of of stuff we have to overcome as a as a group. And the easiest way to overcome it is to get rid of it now. Like quit suffering through this only to get to a place where you think you have no choice. You have no choice now. There is yeah. no choice. Choice is pretty well, simple. Are you an American or are you not an American? So in just the next couple minutes, the next Project Veritas video is going to drop. So everyone, yes. make sure you stay tuned for that. Uh, maybe we'll. Are have, we going to play it on Facebook? Um, maybe we'll have producer Greg play it tomorrow, so he can get banned, and we'll just play like musical chairs of who gets banned every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, everyone, make sure you tune in for that and take notes because we will be quizzing you tomorrow morning on what was taught 
So make sure you watch that. But in seriousness, it's going to come out. Apparently, it's huge. Well, that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to the audio version. All those links are in the description. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, or Podbean. Um, We go live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you check that out. Some people still um, coming at the wrong times, but that's okay. Um, You'll be able to rewatch it, no problem, during all those times. Also going to say this, if we put up our screen real quick, keep the music running. These shirts are available. You guys want them, so we put them up in dire distress, upside down American flag. You're only supposed to put the flag upside down if you're in real, real trouble. And we are as a country. So pick up your in dire distress t-shirt and use it as a conversation start. Because people are going to ask you why that flag's upside down. And then you tell them, well, how much time you got. So check this out. Link is in the description as well. That's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. <laughs>